Good morning. It's the new year, 2023, January. I'm so excited. I hope you all have a wonderful new year. I don't make resolutions uh, just because I think uh, why do that one time a year? Why not just do it all throughout life? Anything you want to change, just change it. Anyways, today's podcast is uh, Research Methods. And the assignment was to identify a research method. And uh, of course, you got to research to know what those methods are. Uh, What you have are experimental research methods, single case studies, which is a form of an experiment, uh, quantitative, qualitative research, and uh, mixed methods. So mixing all of those, right? And uh, so I'm looking at, you got to get a good grasp and understanding of your question first, your research area and and your problem, right? You have to correct, just specifically state the problem before you can effectively research. One approach is to start just researching broadly in the uh, specific area of interest until you find something that is specific and can answer one uh, question that can really contribute to solving a problem. You know, easy, an easy situation, an easy problem is, you know, how do you solve cancer or cure cancer? But in technology, it's a little different. So you look at technology And, okay, I'm going to do some research around uh, maybe a software programming type or ask the question, um, what are the psychological effects of duplicative identity verification? Now, that's a real specific question. And because you're asking the psychology part of it, that it means you're including humans and humans' responses, to their experience working with technology. So that's, uh, you got to research that from a psychological perspective. So in that, it involves uh, questionnaires and surveys. You're going to have to interview a, a group of humans. And there's a type of research where you don't have to deal with humans, where you just look at data and you could reform that research question into um how duplicative is the identity authentication process and how does it vary from uh, physical verifications and uh, online only verifications or data verifications? Very interesting question. And the reason it's a problem is because of the high amount of duplication. So the solution is to reduce the duplication But first, you got to understand the problem. Why is it that way? And present that in quantitative and qualitative terms. So you would have to create an experiment or a a research model that says, okay, it is. First, you have to prove it's duplicative. What does that mean? Does it automatically duplicate? Does the technology automatically duplicate the information? No. So you have to explain the research problem and how you're going to use quantitative and qualitative research to uh, support or refute a hypothesis. So the hypothesis 
has to be, I think it's that way because it's an architecture problem. It's not designed uh, with a one to using a one to many database approach. It's designed on a one for one, a ratio of one to one user authentication per site, internet site or software account or software system. It's not group authentication. It's not a, a relational database design. So in order for people to see it as a problem, first you have to point out that it is a problem. So you have to have numbers that say, okay, of uh, 25 accounts that I have and I manage, I have 20 different user login information, user accounts, and I have duplicated the same identifying personal details every time. Therefore, it is a duplicative process. Okay, so what? It's duplicative. What's the problem with that? So you have to explain what that problem is using some kind of research method. Uh, you're not going to find any research that says, uh, I've researched this and this is the problem. Um, because then you're just duplicating research. So this has to be a new area of research. You can't just uh, provide a consolidated research report on five research studies that searched and uh, or that produced the same result and had maybe different solutions to the same problem. So it's got to be new research. So it so there's first you got to look out there and see if anyone else has studied this problem and what have they found. And it might uh, be okay if you also study that as well, uh, as long as you don't duplicate their work and use their same model and use their same uh, research method and approach to answering and solving the problem. Um, but maybe it closely relates to it and it could add or support your findings or support uh your, your statements in proving that it is in fact a problem and what your hypothesis is. Or it could feed into your scientific qualitative data that says four other people researched this problem but did not focus on the duplication in the architecture and the lack of connectivity uh, and integration in the software that uh, information technology technology so prides itself on so first before you say information technology prides itself on integration or data sharing and data management you've got to find something that even proves that statement otherwise that is a non-supported statement where there is no proof that technology was built and designed to do that because if it is, and, and that is in fact uh, one of the reasons we use it, then we need to prove that, that that's no longer the case. It's not being done with identity verifications and authentications and account management. It's going against the rules or going against the goals and purposes of technology. So that points out a very important point in the argument and the scientific research that is of value that says it's completely, we're not even using technology for what it's designed for. We're using it to make our lives easier 
and be able to do things from the comforts of our own home so that we don't have to walk to the bank or drive to the bank or walk to the post office and mail a check or, uh, you know, we can just do that from our computers now from home. But yet uh, now we have six to 10 to 12, whatever the, the variable number is that uh, says we have to enter this information multiple times. And what are the solutions that, uh, that help us with that? And are they effective? Are, are, what are, and what are the risks around this? What happens uh, if we don't fix this problem? So you might have to get into some predictive or probability statistics that say, you know, and, and make inferences to support the claims that this is a problem which could result in something. It could result in data loss. It could res it results in uh, additional time. Time can be saved if it were done a different way. So the quantitative statistics have to be decided. So before you go and jump into what variables you're looking at in the research problem and selecting the method, you first you have to say, well, I know what the problem is, or I know what the um, I know how to present the problem and I know how, I know the hypothesis. I know what I'm guessing is that if it were designed differently, it would work better. And so now quantitatively, I have to present statistics that back those arguments that, uh, when you read a sentence that says, um, of 45 accounts, uh, 75% of those are duplicated. And if I changed one single data point, such as my address, it takes, it's going to take approximately uh, four hours to update all of that in comparison to an old process where I would just submit a change of address card to the post office and everything would be updated automatically. So we have technology that's supposed to better our lives, but yet it takes more time now to make a change than it did using old manual paper processes. And that is in conflict with what technology is designed to do. So that has to be fixed. And there is, there is a solution. But before we jump into the solution, we have to present quantitative data, that's numbers that support the argument, as well as qualitative data that says of the 45 accounts, 75% of them are the exact same, ask for the exact same information. So data is duplicated. And of those 45 accounts, 100% of them are individualized. Not one uh, or maybe 20% utilizes another uh, authentication system such as Google Mail, which is credentials that are already created, that you don't have to create a whole nother one. So that's qual quantitative and qualitative statistics, presenting the issues in those ways. Now, whether or not, um, well, because it's, it's 
difficult to query a population or survey a population and ask questions because you already know they go through the same process you do, um, at least as far as we know. Uh, they have email, they have social media, they have their online accounts. So they go through the same authentication process. That's assumed. That's not verified because nobody's really ever gone out and asked, you know, so their social media friends in a questionnaire, how many online accounts you have, do you use the authentication process, and uh, how many user accounts you have. Uh, so surveying uh, includes a set group of individuals, which is good because then you get a group number of 35 people, these were the results. On a single case study, we just use your own. Just use your own and then you can create a formula that says, okay, if this is me using the variables, because the number of accounts vary, people have different a different number of accounts. So that varies. So you'd create a formula that makes it applicable to any to all all users. And then you see the problem from a worldwide perspective and you say, oh, my God, we're wasting uh, four hours of every individual's time in computing when we can uh, reduce computing time by uh, maybe I don't know yet. You have to go through a, a simulation or a scenario that says how much we could reduce time by uh, if it were just a single uh, single change button that updates all accounts or a software system that manages the primary information and updates all the accounts without manual uh, intervention or site-by-site -site management, account management. So deciding the type of uh, research method is, you know, are you going to conduct an experiment? Yes, you're going to conduct a mini experiment, and that's going to go through the step-by-step -step process. And what you think is true, uh, what you know to be true already, is that these are all duplicates. You can guess, but that's not going to be your hypothesis. Your hypothesis and this is that, yes, it's duplicative. It's extremely duplicative, and it increases risk, causes memory, uh, dysfunction causes organizational management problems, causes uh, increases risk of password uh, account breach, uh, duplicates the management for all kinds. There's a whole list. So um, surveying again is applicable if there's more than one person. So in a single case study, you won't create a survey and ask 45 other people their thoughts and feelings and experiences on the same thing because it's a single case study. So uh, now that the research question and the problem is clear and the type of research model can be selected as a single case study experiment, now you can decide uh, what, those, what the variables are. What are the variables? Uh, you can't ask and tell it me what the variables are if you don't clearly understand the problem that you're researching and asking and how you're going to approach it. Are you gonna ask 45 people? Are you gonna deal with one person? Because the variables change if that's the case. 
So first, because it's technology and the variable is a word and variables are used in programming, you got to differentiate between the programming terminology and use or, or show the, the, uh, show the similarities and you might find some valuable information in that that can be used in your uh, research. And then uh, lay out the variables. What is it that you're looking at? What are the causal variables? And understand uh, you don't have to list them and start your research. Start your research and say, this is what I'm going to prove. I'm going to prove statistically that the, the account login process is duplicative and it, it causes um, a high risk for breach. And we can reduce the number of computing hours or computing time uh, with a more efficient system and it directly conflicts with the purpose of technology. So uh, while we think we're creating and using things that are good for us and make our lives easier, it's actually there's an element to it that's making it more difficult. And maybe identify some reasons or purposes as to why that might be. But you can't make inferences if you don't know. So if there's nobody out there that has published information that says these are the reasons why we individualize on an individual site by site login and credentials or authentications, username and password with all your personal details, why that data is always duplicated and entered in each time. If nobody has come forward and said the reasoning behind that, the purpose behind that type of design on the internet in, in technology, data sharing, data sharing does not exist. It exists on a one-to-one -one level when it should exist on a one-to-many level and what went wrong there. We can make inferences, but if nobody's published any research or has explained it, then it's only an inference. It's new information that you're publishing yourself, a problem that you've identified and a problem that you know how to solve. So listing variables and trying to come up with some scientific model that says, I'm going to add numbers uh, and calculate mathematically these two things and show you the cause of it and uh, quantitative numbers only does not make sense. Is not ever going to make sense because you have to explain the problem in words. And then you have to find data to back up that problem and, and say, oh, yes, 45 accounts duplicative is a problem. Why is it a problem? Because they all have different data requirements. So now, and you won't know that unless you understand how technology works. So it requires an explanation of how technology works and why it's beneficial to, uh, to utilize one primary set of data and use it multiple times uh, with data sharing rather than ask a person to re-enter that same information multiple times because what and even worse to ask each individual merchant or site owner to create their own information gathering system of duplicate information duplicative information leaving room for data variation and and um dysfunction uh additional storage requirements now everybody has to store it and um 
all the variations of how you enter your information. You could be Joe uh, Dirt on one site and be your personal self that matches your DMV record on another site. Uh, it just, it depends on what is allowed and what kind of matching system with a primary service account or primary account. And we have some of those, but it's limited. It's limited to only financial. So the research has to show which ones do actually have that, the other ones that do not, and why. And what are the variations? Because there are variations. There are variations. And uh, so it shows that there is no centralized system. And the downside to that has to be presented. And where are we headed? Where is that going to get us uh, in the long run? Where we're headed is uh, we cannot we can't we cannot simply pull up a single report that shows our financial status. We have a credit report, but that's it. I can't pull up a report that says how many active software accounts that I have. I can't pull up a statistics report on my daily usage. I can't pull up a report on how many uh, newsletters I'm subscribed to. I have to manually count. And what value is this information anyways? It's valuable because of information management, because of the big wave of selling of information, marketing ploys. Uh, it's also important for organizational management of data and technology because if your information is spread out there and you have no control over the management of it, uh, you lost all control of, of your personal data and therefore it can be misused and it has been misused and it's called identity theft and other things and it can worsen into fraud and all kinds of other very bad things and I don't, i'm not going to list all the very bad things but uh show the very good things that could change with a centralized system that enables better user account management uh, for you to manage your own data and have insight into where your data is how it's being used and um not ask you every time that you want to do something, uh, what your name and, and login is. It should already know. Your PC should already know you. It should know everything already that you've told it. And you shouldn't have to tell it over and over and over again, like a child who absolutely refuses to listen and save your information and learn from their uh, mistakes or learn from learn and use the information that you've given it. So in machine learning, that's a concept that uh, won't be presented in the research, but it's a concept similar that the machine's gonna have to learn it and store it and use it rather than ask me over and over and over and you over and over and over all the same information all the time in order to let you do something. I mean, that's ridiculous. At some point, we humans get over this. Can I go outside? Can I have something to eat? Can I have something to drink? You know, we get over the asking permission stuff. And we're a little tired. I'm a little tired of what's your name in your last four? What's your address? Verify your this, verify that. I mean, we have technology that 
uh, can fix all that, that doesn't even need that anymore. And we can go advanced into biometrics, but the daily user doesn't use biometrics. So I'm gonna stick with the daily user population, their experience, my experience in the single case study, and I'm gonna use those qualitative and quantitative statistics. It's called a mixed methods research study, and it's gonna be really great. Um, at first I was like, this is really boring. I already wrote up a thesis on it. That should be enough to solve the problem. But it's really not because it wasn't drafted in a dissertation format that says, okay, I studied this. Uh, th this is the supportive research on it. These are the solutions. This is the actual uh, scientific study in a time span of logging in and logging out and changing information and the experience. And here's a formula to apply that to a large population with variables that uh, where the uh, number of accounts vary and uh, how to manage it better. Uh, so I wasn't going to do it. I said I was I was done. I'm not going to do I'm going to do something more interesting. Um, but I really think it needs to be done. It needs to be done, published professionally and sent to qualified engineers that say, you know what, you're a, you're absolutely right. <laughs> this is a horrifying problem. It works though. We're really excited. But um, I think, and I think people are still happy to use it and, and use it the way that it is. And they don't know any better that it can be better until someone comes along and provides something that's better. So it's our job then to put it together and provide something that's better. So that's my podcast for today. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Bye.